Welcome to the 89th installment of Ear to the Ground, the Land Stewardship Project's audio podcast on family farming, sustainable agriculture, local food systems, and local democracy. I'm Brian DeVore, editor of the Land Stewardship Letter. In the last few installments of Ear to the Ground, we heard excerpts of a presentation on decision-making given by organic farming pioneer Atina Diffley during a recent session of LSP's Farm Beginnings course. In this fifth installment of Diffley's presentation, she talks about the importance of identifying the weakest link when making decisions on the farm. So I want to talk about weakest link, because this is really key when you're making your decisions. And it's a pretty simple concept. If you've got a chain and it's broken, it's not going to tow that truck. And if you think about, you know, your dream, your idea, it's just a dream and an idea until it's real. It doesn't exist until it's real. And to get real, all these things have to happen, you know, to become, to reach your goal, to reach whatever you've defined as success, all these steps have to happen before you're going to reach that success. And if you think of each of those steps as a link in the chain that's going to get you from something that's not real and it's just an idea to what is real, which is the accomplishment, and those are all links of the chain, if one of them's broken, you're not going to get there. You're just simply not going to get there. And I can think of all sorts of farmers in the Twin Cities who have tried to become farmers and were really good producers. They were better producers than Martin and I were. They were excellent land stewards. They had high, top-quality crop, but they didn't know how to market. They didn't understand that if they said they were coming at 7 o'clock in the morning on Monday, you show up at 7 o'clock in the morning, no matter what, even if there's a snowstorm. And if you really can't, you call or something. They would show up on Wednesday in the evening, you know, and they didn't have a clue. <coughs> they didn't make it. They went out of business. So they could have spent all sorts of money and all sorts of energy improving their production systems, and it would not have gotten them any closer to being successful because that missing link of having skilled marketing was not intact. Is that really a simple concept? Well, it's simple in concept, but it's hard to find it. Because we don't really want to do our missing links. That's why they're missing. And so, you know, vice versa, you could be the best marketer in the world if you're not able to produce a quality crop. It's hard to sell something that looks like crap, you know? (laughs) It's going to get you in trouble. So I want you to really have this concept that when you are doing your annual review or whatever process you do to say, how am I going to get one step closer to this end goal that I have? You really want to find what's the weakest link, because that's where you can make the most growth. And it's usually, like I said, something you don't actually want to do, which is why it's missing. When I do consulting with people, I try to we like lay out a bunch of areas that they recognize as problem areas. And I might have some that I notice walking through their farm, and I might even add some to the area. And then we try to figure out what that weakest link is, what's the most important thing for them to focus on first. So, you know, these are just things that are part of running the farm that we ran. I like to break them down to kind of areas. Sometimes it's helpful if your car doesn't start. We think about this a lot on the farm because um, we got a lot of vehicles at the Guards of Union and they all have batteries and they jiggle around the truck. And sometimes really commonly the battery connection is loose. 
So a really common problem on the farm is that someone comes in, walks in from the field, takes them 10 minutes to get up there, and they're hot and whatever, produce is out of the truck because it didn't start. It's just a battery connection, you know, it was not starting. And they didn't think of that. So, you know, when your truck won't start, you know, you basically it's one of three things. You either got a problem with your battery, or you got a problem with your gas, or you got a problem with your spark. It's in one of those three areas. You know, so it's kind of a first pinpointing. So if you understand like some of your key areas in whatever your business is, for us, marketing was a key area. Production systems were a key area. Distribution, uh, these were some key areas. So figuring out what key area it is in first, and then we can distill it from there. So in our annual process of doing our long-term planning, this was the question we would ask every year. Right now, at this point in time, what is our weakest link? And then we would make our next year's commitment based on that weakest link. Uh, so one year, it was the fact that we were getting up at 3 in the morning and loading two, um, maybe, maybe 15 pallets worth of product. Not on pallets, but by hand. Me and my husband were, because we didn't want to make our staff get up at 3 in the morning because we were such good employers. And it was really, really hard in our lives, in our marriage. We had some really good fights out there on the loading dock. <laughs> and so, you know, when we really decided that this can't go on, we have to figure out how we're going to deal with the fact that we aren't getting enough sleep and our, our marriage is in fighting and all these kinds of issues, we could really see that was a weakest link to being able to reach our vision of success which included our quality of life standard, which did not include constantly fighting at 3 in the morning and being outside after 2 hours of sleep. Um, <laughs> So we can see that was our weakest link. If we want to get closer to that and we want to make our lives better, we really did have to buy a reefer truck that we could load the night before and turn the reefer on and be able to sleep. And so that year we set the goal of buying refrigerated delivery vehicles and we set the goal of never working past 6.30 at night. And how were we going to accomplish that? When we were going to hire more people, we were going to become better delegators. Of course, we did sometimes work after 6.30 p.m. at night, but we had that as a goal and, and that we were reaching for, and we did so much better. And you know, what if we had identified that what we needed to do was um, figure out how to grow more broccoli? We would have made this truck problem even worse. We would have had that many more boxes to be out there loading at three in the morning on two hours of sleep or three hours of sleep. So that we can stop, that we just. Regina, can I ask a question? Yeah. In, in working with beginning farmers. Um, are there some common links? I know a lot of people are doing different production, but are there some common links that you see as very strong for beginning farmers in that chain? And then is there one that tends to be weak for a lot of beginning yeah, farmers? Yeah, come on over there. Will you make this little chart for me? Yes. Should we turn the lights on? The one on the computer there? Up here. Last year, yes, yes. Perfect. So is there a really common weakest link? The last four... Being farmers I worked with, the weakest link was their uh, communication in their relationship. They all were in crisis, major crisis. The woman was so overwhelmed, they had young children, every single one of them, they had less than five years experience. The woman was so overwhelmed that when I got alone with her, I mean, we were saying things to each other like, you know, if I had a nervous breakdown, I could get a break. That actually was starting to look like an option to her. She was that overwhelmed. And the guys didn't have a clue. They just thought she was an emotional wreck. But she got PMS or something. I don't know what's going on with her. You know, they were just clueless as to how much stress and load was on their wife. 
And it was causing these really serious problems because then she wasn't able to contribute anymore. And he felt like he had to do it all alone, so he did the man thing and what? I'll take care of the family and I'll just go out and do it. You know, and so there was just major communication problems. So that was that's the one I see really, really commonly. I made this little exercise. You want to write these words in the middle? Yes. Do you want me to pass the sheet out too for everybody to yes, have one? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I made this little exercise because this is something I do on big decisions to help myself find the weakest link. Um, I'm really trying to find you know, where am I going to get the highest impact. A lot of times 20% change is going to give you 80% impact, you know, set 80-20 rule. You can apply it to everything in life. Eat 80% of those cookies, you're going to get 20% of the calories, whatever you want to apply to. But this is all about drivers and effects and cause and symptoms, which inorganic and sustainable farming practices, you really want to have this concept of cause and effect. And how, how does doing one thing affect another thing? Um, so that you're treating <coughs> the symptom. You don't want to be treating the symptom of a problem. You want to actually be treating the cause. I mentioned that I'm commonly seeing the, the woman is so overwhelmed and the couple doesn't have. They think, they think their problem is that they don't have balance in their lives. But that is just a symptom. So they could go working and hammering away at balance all day long. And they're probably not going to fix it. Because the fact that they're so overwhelmed is a symptom. Martin and I, when we were loading our trucks at 3 in the morning and fighting, we thought we had this big problem with our relationship. We didn't have good communication. We're fighting. We're tired. We're not happy. That was a symptom. The cause was the fact that we didn't have a delivery system that was adequate to manage the amount of product in the deliveries that we needed to make. That was the cause. So we could have sat down and done marriage counseling and tried to find nicer ways to tell each other what box to put on the pallet at 3 in the morning when we're really tired so the other person doesn't snap back. <laughs> but we would not have solved the problem, you know? The problem was that we were not blindly, we were blindly not seeing the fact that we can't do that, get up, sleep on two hours, and get up and load all this product. For more information on Farm Beginnings, see www.farmbeginnings.org. That's farmbeginnings.org. If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, contact Brian DeVore at bdevore at landstewardshipproject.org, or you can call 612-722-6377. Thanks to Laura Borgendale, a Western Minnesota musician, for Ear to the Ground's theme music. And a special thank you to all of Land Stewardship Project's members who make initiatives such as this podcast possible. If you're not a member, visit landstewardshipproject.org to learn how you can support LSP. Thanks for listening.